everyone. Welcome back to the Everyday Wholeness Show with Janet Uribe and myself, Karen Stultz. And I just realized, Janet, that I have the wrong background here. So bear with me as we change. Today, we will be talking about the um, the releasing for wholeness. So I'm releasing this background of awesome life success and creating the everyday wholeness. So how are you today, Janet? I am good, my friend. How are you doing? I am awesome. Awesome. It's a nice rainy day. And I just keep telling myself that it's, this is good because without the rain, we don't recognize how awesome our, our lives can be, how the sunshine can make things better. Um, how important it is. We need those opposites, right? To be able to release the stuff that is not serving us to to create something better. Yeah, you need the dichotomy or there's no balance without it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is, um, yeah, releasing, releasing, letting go. Uh, all of my cards are telling me it's time to let go, rethink, reevaluate what is important, what we can control, what we can't control. And embracing what we can control and honoring what we can't control, which means releasing the attachment to what we can't control. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> So many of us, including self thinking, oh yeah, that's right. We're not supposed to, it's not necessarily to our benefit to control. However. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think the control thing and the, the releasing thing is to be, we have expectations and if we can release those expectations, we can we can feel whole and that is that is when we can let go of control yeah and there's so many dichotomies just in all of that too right like in the expectations in the release in the control mm-hmm. you know it's so interesting because we do live in this 3d reality so there are scenarios that we probably need to control you want to control where your toddlers are rocking around near a busy street. You want to control if you're actually the one behind the driver's seat in the car, you want to control, right? But when it comes to honoring experiences for each other, that's where I feel like it's not always healthy to want to control, even though we might want to. <laughs> and if you're anything like me and grew up in kind of a chaotic, a chaotic environment at times, um, at times, because it wasn't always that way. Yeah, I wanted to control all kinds of bullshit that was going on. I wanted to create peace <laughs> in a manipulative way. I wanted things to go co- like smoothly. And I wanted perhaps one parent not to find out what another did or what one sibling did or whatever. And so it's real interesting how we'll try to control things. And sometimes that can look as something like not speaking your truth, mm-hmm. or it can look like skewing the truth or it can look like creating a new perspective for yourself that yep this perspective serves me for this time and place and I'm going to hold on to it as my truth 
That's it. We sometimes, sometimes too, we actually become a different person to protect ourselves from outside influences. And uh, that's how we gain more control over what is going on. We just become a different person, somebody who may not even be who we are in any way, shape or form in actuality. It's like a facade that we'll show up into the world with until we choose to release it. Mm-hmm. And then even choosing to release those facades or those masks or those paradigms or belief systems come with a lot of bravery because you're really looking at facing the world with a whole different level of integrity. Yeah. And are you brave enough to let it go and release it at the possible risk of certain results, consequences, or projected beliefs? Oh, boy. Oh, Janet, that is, oh, that is the challenging part, isn't it? Yeah, it is a challenging part. Absolutely. Um, I work with the public a lot. And in working with the public, there's plenty enough times where I, I do find myself having dialogue that provides information that can oftentimes lead to a release for a complete stranger. But it's real interesting because we're talking about like, release for wholeness, right? Well, there's paradigms and belief systems or things or acts or character traits or mannerisms or facades or masks that we could release for wholeness. But then there might be some that serve our wholeness too. Oh, oh, absolutely. Actually, don't you think everything we say, do, and are actually serve us in some way? And because we are whole, with all the the dark side and the light side and the in-between side and the above and below and and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everything you do serves you. Every choice you make serves you. Every direction you look serves you. The whole physical is here to be of service to you. It is your servant. So releasing some of our attitudes to different things. Yeah. And then, you know, the thing is, I think that like, especially in the self-help, spiritual community, coaching, mentoring, there's this, um, there's this illusion that if I do just enough work, I'll be able to release enough to just live this perfect life. My Zen life, my comfortable life, my, I never have to go through any type of adversity again, life or obstacles or obscurities, just connected life. And the truth of the matter is we wouldn't come here <laughs> to earth if we weren't going to face absolute bliss and absolute adversity, both being part of our dichotomy here. And like you said, the rain and the sun, we need both. It is how this dichotomy works. It is how this paradigm of earth works. It is what we have created here as a society, as a humankind, as mother earth herself created. It is this way. So it's real interesting because like we can just watch it and call it rain and we can call it the sun, but there is this incredible symbiotic relationship between the two that sometimes at certain angular points will perceive rainbows. 
Oh, I love that. You are. Oh, I love, love, love that. This is true. This yeah. Is true. But the fucking rainbow can't happen if you didn't have the rain and you didn't have the sun. Sorry for Exactly. Exactly. It, it's, uh, anything is possible. So I won't say it's impossible, but it's very unlikely. <laughs> and so, you know, when it comes to releasing, there's these elements that we need, just like there's these elements that are needed for us to perceive a rainbow and to feel that, that joy, the immense joy that sometimes comes with rainbows. And maybe you're not someone who likes rainbows. Maybe you just like the storm and that's cool too. I like the storm. I like the rainbow too. And the sun's pretty. And but that's part of it, isn't it? You know, to be able to release the the judgment about the different things that we like, that everybody else should be the same, or that we're so different because we're not the same, but we are. We yeah, are. we are all the same fractal, all the same fragment, all the same. It's like I think I say this a lot. Like we're here with eight billion versions of ourselves, and we like <laughs> to pretend that we're not. And that we're isolated and we're alone and we're not connected to any of them and they have nothing to do with me. So I'm going to sit here and hermit in my life. And <laughs> yeah, so it's real interesting how, how we'll come in with these ideas that we want, but really we're here to have connection. We're here to do that. And we're here serving each other, creating dramas or emotional pain and hurt that eventually we have the choice to release. And I think release, like, and so funny that you brought that up as our topic today, because it's definitely been something I've been working on more recently. I would say in the last few weeks, understanding that number one, to even release something, you have to know that there's something you need to release. Sometimes we just go about our life and our world wondering, why is this not happening for me? Why is this not panning out? Why is this area of my life not budging? I have all these successes and things where I've accomplished and I feel fulfilled here. But why is this area not experiencing momentum? Well, the thing is, we're missing truths about it. We have paradigms around it. We have our own perceptions around it. We have our own filter systems that we view it with. But there are truths about it that we don't have yet that we have not been able to tap into, that those truths have been forming your whole life. That if we don't get the truths and we don't get to that understanding, then it makes it a lot harder to change or to release that belief or paradigm or current reality to create the next one. So, so true. Re- yeah, so release and look at that. So release just in that one topic. We know we want to get over here. We want, we know that we have a dream or a desire and just even having the dream or desire means it wants you back. It wants you just like you want it. But unless you come here and experience some of that thunderstorm and really understand what's been going on here, can you really break up with it? Well, it's, it's honestly, it's like, uh, my coaches have advised me when I was, going down the tubes in a major way in tears sad miserable horrible crying which is very difficult for me to get to actually in this day and age with physical issues is to cry and here I am bawling my eyes out and my coach less I can't do this anymore and my coach would say oh awesome this is great, Karen. You can't do it anymore. That means that you are finally releasing so we can start making some headway. 
Yeah, you have to make a decision. Yeah. I think the hardest part sometimes is making the decision. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then do you have any any advice as to how our listeners can start releasing? Oh, yeah. Create that wholeness. The thing is, we're so convicted in our truths around a topic, around a person, around a financial situation, around a business, around an emotion, around a societal norm. We're so convinced that by not stepping out of it and looking at it from a higher perspective in a neutral state, not what you know, not what you've experienced with it, not how you perceive it, but neutrally, just neutrally. If you're unable to look at it neutrally, then you will have attachment to it and you'll continue to hold on to it. But until you can really step out of it and start to see what's really happening, what are the mechanics of it? Where do they stem from? When did they begin? Are they ancestral? Are they mine? Are they societal? When did this happen? Is this a fear that I have from a childhood thing? Is this something that developed later in life? Did I learn this from my ex-husband? Did I learn this from my last ex-best friend? Where does this stem from? Then you won't really be able to make informed decisions. Because even so, you can decide, I don't like this anymore. This doesn't resonate. But until you start understanding why you got there to begin with, and where those paradigms and beliefs got set to begin with and how you are actually much bigger than that because you are much bigger than the human body that you are in. This is just one component of us. Can you really start to make a decision that you'll show up for? There you go. There you go. And also the awareness that you have made that decision and that you are actually accomplishing that. Because it's so easy. Homeostasis takes us back to the old story. Yeah. Because because, um, my father did this to me. I am whatever. Because my girlfriend did this to me. I am. uh, And I am still experiencing trauma. I am still experiencing negativity. I am still. Are you really? Yeah. And I'll take even further than that. It's because this X, Y, Z happened. I chose. Yeah. Yeah. I chose. Yeah. Cause the thing is I am does kind of give over to like, there's this greater force than my, than myself. Right. That I am, but I chose is much more empowering for you to even realize, Oh shit. I'm the one that put myself in that predicament to begin with. And, I have the power. I have that power, that choice. Exactly. We don't want to take responsibility. It's so much easier to to blame somebody else for the way we are acting and responding now. But recognizing, like as you say, taking that choice. I love the way you said that because the I am statements are, are great if they are the I am statements that are moving forward. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But if you are choosing to say, I have this disability, I am a whatever. Not necessarily. 
if if it is empowering you to move forward, awesome. But you have the power to make that change, to let go of that resistance, to release whatever is holding you back from your dreams. You might have to do it differently than somebody else, but that's okay. There are ways of making it happen. Yeah. It is something that you want to have happen. Yeah. And see how far you've come. Honor how far you've come. I was I was talking to somebody today and we've been working a little bit and I said, you know, I we I still have this issue. I know that this is an issue. And I said, great. Let's see where you're feeling that. Where are you, where are you feeling that in your body? Where are you seeing that in your life? Well, I don't feel it in my body. I I don't feel anything when I think about it. Well, guess what? When we first started, you felt a heck of a lot when you first started. (laughs) This is a story that we are hanging on to, but obviously it is gone. So let's release it. Let it be gone. And start moving forward with better choices to move forward. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it's interesting because we know we've talked about the body being the servant. And it is obligated to show you where you are not honoring yourself. Mm-hmm. Obligated to show you where you do not speak your truth. It is obligated to show you where you are not nourishing yourself. It is obligated to show you where you're not making steps and moving forward in life. It is obligated to show you. Mm, that's part, That's scary too. It can be. <laughs> it can be. Yeah, I had cervical cancer in my early 20s. And then like I started to face it again when I was pregnant with my son. And it was very early onset. It wasn't anything crazy. But yeah, you know, today I can look at it and say, oh, yeah, I was definitely having trouble with like surviving at that time in my life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it, isn't it? The physical shows up because the emotional may not be addressed. Mm Mm-hmm. And the emotional will fragment or it will stunt or it will basically break off wherever certain unresolved predicaments or traumas or scenarios or relationships stemmed in various ages and times of your life. And unless you go back and resolve it, the emotional is different from the physical. The physical, we can see ourselves moving in a forward time frame. The emotional is energetic, right? And it has no space in time. Mm. So we may look at it as going backward. It's not really, it's actually here in the present. No space, no time. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, Janet, I can't believe the, the time has passed, but guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed our releasing to wholeness because we are whole. And We'll continue this conversation, huh? For our next episode, perhaps. Or something else may come up because between Janet and I, we we just go with the guidance that spirit gives us. Absolutely. And, uh, whatever 
our listeners need to hear. That's what we focus on in everyday wholeness so that we can be whole and hopefully help you be whole as well. And if you need help feeling that, come to the Magical Tea Party and or or reach out. Just reach out to Janet or myself and we will help to the best of our ability or direct you to a resource that will serve you. So until next time, be whole.